This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. To Bizarre Conspiracies. Today, our Bizarre Conspiracy is that Flint, Michigan is actually trying to kill its citizens. I'm sure you've all heard that Flint, mm. Michigan has terrible water. It, it was, I think it was Donald Trump in 2016 who had the catchphrase, which they say won him the presidency. He said, you couldn't drink the water in Mexico and the cars were made in Michigan. And now cars are made in Mexico and you can't drink the water in Michigan, I think is what he said. Mm. And then uh, Michigan was one of the swing states, which in the Electoral College was one of the two states responsible for electing Donald Trump. It was Michigan and Pennsylvania. Mm. So we're all aware of that, but there's a theory that the negligence shown by the government in in Flint, Michigan, was so negligent that it had to have been orchestrated. So You think so? Uh, well, I'm not saying I think that, but there's a theory that that okay. is the case, so that's, that's what I was looking into. Uh, so the whole, okay. whole thing started when Flint, Michigan started getting very deeply upside down in their economics. The city was hemorrhaging money. The population was dropping. All the skilled talent was leaving the city. The city was dying. I guess it is still dying. It's not a pleasant place to live and hasn't been for a long time. And as a result, it's had a lot of economical issues. And in order to, I guess, shore up their problems, they decided they were going to stop buying water from the Michigan lakes, but instead get water from the Flint River. And not shortly after that, uh, people began to complain that their water was very dirty, brown, and rust-colored, yellow, nasty, nasty water. And you could find people protesting in the streets holding bottles full of this nasty water. And the government came out and said, no, water's safe, you can drink it. Continuing on down the line, there was a lot of people who were running independent studies on it. Then there was people leaking stuff from the city government that the government was trying to cover up how bad the water was. But the tipping point came when one of the pediatricians of the city came forward with data that showed, hey, our children have higher than normal lead levels in their blood. And that's a significant issue. Well, that right there is just terrible. Yeah. And they were able to show unequivocally that it was lead from the water. 
water. And they did this by showing that the level in the blood has been going up since they made the switch and it directly mm. correlates to that time. When this was aired, it was not pure researched, but it was given straight to the media. The media went ahead and streamed it because, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. Then within a week, the governor of the state came out and declared a state of emergency and said the water was not safe to drink. When did that happen? A week after the media went live with the story. I don't know the exact years, but this was a little bit before 2016 that the water okay. was declared unsafe. All right. But it still isn't safe. There's a lot of issues with it still. Well, have they changed the official state of the water there yet? Have they actually said it's okay to drink it now or use yes. it? They have said it is safe to drink now, even though it, even I mean, though it's, it's safer. It's safer, <laughs> but it's still not, I'd say, drinkable. I would not recommend drinking it. The doctors of the city don't recommend drinking it. Well, not doctors. The doctors don't drink it. I'm sure if you pulled out a water sample and they ran tests on the water sample and then it came back saying that it was safe to drink, they say, yeah, you can drink this water, but they themselves do not trust the water system. And in spots, there are still resurfacing of high quantities of lead and rust inside of the water. Yeah. So what happened was when they switched water sources, the water that they had was actually a lot more acidic and that acidic water started eating up the insides of the pipes easier and the pipes were made out of lead. Normally, lead pipes are okay at carrying water through. Theoretically, under perfect circumstances, lead pipes will carry water without giving any water contamination, mm -hmm. lead contamination into the water. However, as soon as the perfect circumstances shift, lead ends up in the water. And this heavy acidic water started eating out a lot of rust and a lot of stuff through the pipes. And that's why the water was brown. That was lead. And that was just the lining from the pipes being washed out. It also also corresponded with a lot of pipe bursts in the, that time period because it was weakening the pipes and there was a lot of water failures. Anyway, so the water itself, I probably started out drinkable. I'm going to say probably started out mm -hmm. <laughs> safe to drink from the water treatment plant. By the time that it had rushed through all of the lead main water lines, it had eaten away a lot of the insides. The results are catastrophic, really. Of the children that have been sampled that were drinking water in the early developmental stages, the IQ has dropped radically. It's expected like 80% by some studies will require special education needs. Um, Jeez. Yeah. The, I guess, beginning tests when they're getting into kindergarten, the pass rate or the expected level of education that the, or knowledge that you're supposed to, literacy, I guess, how good you are at beginning to be able to read or your knowledge of the alphabet, what letters make what sounds. Not that you can read words, I guess, necessarily at the beginning of kindergarten, but you know that some letters mean what sounds. Children are about one out of ten are where they're supposed to be. Hmm. So that is catastrophic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's catastrophic. That's probably the biggest issue is the impairment of the children that were exposed to all this lead. So is all of this a result to, like, poor maintenance? No. This is three things. First off, lead pipes not being replaced out. Two, this is the fact that they did not 
properly treat the water to have because it was your body can handle a high amount of acidity in this water the acidic water is not necessarily an issue over i guess long period it might have some adverse effects but not near as bad as lead but it was not safe for the pipes so it was technically safe to drink but not safe for the pipes and this was known. They just didn't assume that it was going to be that big of a deal. And third, when the problem was discovered, they tried to cover it up and say, no, the water's safe and push everything under the rug. I guess I don't know what their exact plan was. And this is where it comes to it must have been intentional. When the reports, the internal reports circulating around inside the government were saying, hey, this is bad. And then stuff was being leaked out saying, hey, we know it's bad. And there's people trying to cover it up. And I'm trying to get this stuff that's being covered up out. When that stuff started coming out, what that shows is they knew it was bad, but they just wanted to cover it up. So the question is, did they want it to happen or were they just hoping that if they kept sweeping it under the rug that push it off to somebody else's problem? They were trying not to get blamed for it. What was their goal in lying? Because once you screw up the water that bad, what do you expect is going to happen? Eventually, somehow, somewhere, it's going to come to light. So the question is, why did they continue pushing it? So were they trying to get somebody else to take the blame for it? Were they trying to lay low themselves? Were they just trying to buy themselves as much time as possible? So that's where the theory comes from, that it was intentional. The issue that I have with it being intentional and them trying to kill off the population of Flint is it does not have a high mortality level. I'm sure that there are some people who have died from drinking leaded water. Mm. Uh, not lead poisoning per se, but it does having unsafe levels of lead in your water can increase your risk of heart failure. Mm. So obviously it has killed some people, but not enough that I would say, oh yeah, this is them trying to kill off people. Right. Um, I would not necessarily think that it is, I, I can understand how somebody would come to that picture. If you are a mother in Flint, right? And now you've figured out that your government has knowingly fed your child lead and has destroyed its learning capacity, it will never have a bright future because it will never be a bright child. At that point, I can understand how you could come to the conclusion that they're just deliberately out to cause you pain and misery. If it had like a, a mortality rate of 50%, yeah, I could see that being trying to kill, but it has almost a negligible mortality rate. It's just decreased your expected uh, standard living. It has significantly reduced your standard living. Mm. I don't necessarily think that they are themselves trying to kill off Flint, but what I think is going on is they had an issue of multiple people lying. This is my guess. One person read this report and the report said something bad. So then they went to the next person that they were supposed to report to and they tailored it up so it didn't look quite as catastrophic. And then that person takes it and goes, ooh, this is bad. And then goes to the next person, tailors it up so it doesn't look necessarily as bad. So I am under the opinion that there was a bunch of people trying to shift blame around who were all had skin in the game and none of them wanted mm -hmm. to specifically take failure for it. So they thought they'd just make it a little bit better so it wasn't so bad on them. And then the next person would fix it at the next level up would go, oh, well, we need to switch back water immediately. But the next person doesn't do that. Instead, doctors it up a little more and passes it along. And once you play a game of telephone, then it comes back that, hey, the water's not that bad. 
is what I'm guessing it happened at points, and then... So you're saying I, they're trying to make it look not as bad on paper. Right. I honestly can't begin to understand this, so I kind of fall back to a quote of George Carlton, which is, never underestimate the power of stupid people. <laughs> so I, I really think that's what it is. It was just okay. pure stupidity and incompetence on the part of the government. I don't necessarily... Because it doesn't make sense if you're trying to kill people, you're doing so bad at it. If you're trying yeah. to impair the future of the children, that you still didn't do a great job because people figured out. If you have a malicious intent, you didn't do so good because a lot of people stopped drinking the water as soon as it turned brown when all the rust from the pipe started coming in the water. It just doesn't seem too awfully effective in my opinion. However, maybe it is malicious and they're just really bad. They're malicious and stupid at the same time. That could be mm. a theory. It's just not my personal theory that they're malicious. I just think they're stupid. That's my take on it. In conclusion, uh -huh. did you know that all 50 states have lead pipes inside of their infrastructure somewhere? I did not know that. Yes. Every single one of them. Why hasn't this happened to any other city? Um, It has. It has happened in quite a few places. Notably in New York, New Jersey. It's actually ongoing now, just at a slightly less noticeable amount because the water's not as bad, but they still have elevated uh, mm. lead levels. In San Antonio, the city government came out and said, we are sure that 99.9% .9 of all the pipes in our city are not lead. Then just two years ago, it was found out that there was lead pipes inside of most of the San Antonio city schools and that there was elevated lead inside of all the city public schools in San Antonio. Oh my. It's really hard to tell where there are lead pipes mm -hmm. and where there's not lead pipes. There are people going around. There is a federal government program which has provided one third of all the funding necessary to replace all the expected lead pipes, but they don't even know where there are lead pipes. <laughs> they don't even know where they all are and they're trying to replace them and they have thrown one third of what is expected of the pipes they know about to be fixed so they are trying to fix the problem but not nearly enough so as a result i happen to have one i guess public service announcement for you and that is get a reverse osmosis system because it is probably the most economical and most effective way of getting lead out of your water it will remove 99.1 percent of all lead in your drinking water so it will mm. leave you with less than one percent of the lead amount maybe just drink distilled water distilled water is better i guess you just have to buy that bottled water I'm sure a lot of residents of Flint, Michigan, are already just buying their water. And I'm uh, sure a lot of them are doing some kind of filtering. Uh, uh, yes, but regular filtering doesn't generally work too well, and filters can get expensive, especially if you live in a place like Flint, Michigan, where the water is hard naturally. Well, not naturally hard, but the water that comes through the system is not that great and is full of particles. And because of that, it clogs up the filters faster, so you have to change them out more often. So they do get a lot of bottled water. There are a lot of charities inside of Flint, Michigan that give out lots of water every single day. Mm, that's good. But even that is not necessarily enough because a lot of those charities get lines that are like four hours long. So you're saying not everyone is going to be able to get some? Well, I mean, I think people get all the water that they, if they, you stay in the line long enough, but... Uh, 
so if you bought it, I think people can buy it still. I don't think that there's it's always empty on the shelves, though I'm sure it is at some times. But a lot of people in Flint, Michigan are impoverished. You've mm. got to remember the city is dying. So there's also the issue of people don't have money for it, too. So right. generally, if you live in Flint, Michigan, life is just bad and nobody's coming to help you. That's the short and long of it. That's terrible. So, reverse osmosis, good investment. Yep, Yep. if you can afford it for even a high-end one, you can get one for about $500, and installing is a little bit of a pain. But then after that, I think for like two months in most places, you can one set of filters, and each filter is like 100 bucks. And that's if you use a lot of water. Now, let me ask you, how long will that last a filter for the reverse osmosis the, the whole system yeah or just the filter the, well uh, i guess the system at with the filter like how long does that usually last a couple months uh, i think that the filters last somewhere between two to six months so you have to swap them out a few times a year and then the systems themselves last at least eight years mm, okay well that's a good amount of time yeah. And once you get the whole system set up, it's pretty easy. You just, it's just like a little faucet that sits there next to your sink. Mm-hmm. My uh, in-laws hey, have one. That is a very small cost considering permanent developmental brain problems for children under the age of 10. So, oh, did I also mention that it's non-reversible? It is 100% unreversible damage. So once you have brain damage like that you can't fix it terrible yeah wow well if you're a parent in flint uh, move an hour away <laughs> i would say move a little more than an hour i might find a different state yeah well also if you're able um, to you can find which cities do have the most lead pipes in them you can go around and look at maps and most of the cities around the michigan area like illinois uh, indiana michigan obviously uh, minnesota ohio those ones all have a lot of lead pipes then over on the east coast new jersey new york connecticut a lot of those have a lot of lead pipes and in high population states like california and texas also have a lot of lead pipes but that's just because they have a lot of people and then therefore a lot more pipes so per person it's not more pipes but overall the texas and california have a lot of lead pipes mm. well alrighty. was uh was that the end of your research there yeah i had no okay. idea it was that bad that is um terrible to figure out there's that much lead pipe still around i thought we yeah, kind really of bad. got rid of that with the romans apparently Goodness. not yeah, there is a lot of places all around the world that have better water infrastructure than the U.S. There are really? countries in Europe that have zero lead pipes. There's not one state in the U.S. that has zero lead pipes. Well, it, it's we pitiful. need to update our water system. Absolutely. But is that realistically going to happen? Probably not um, anytime soon. No, not anytime soon. I think over the next 50 to 70 years. So, okay, so when I'm when I'm dead and gone. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> At least my kids and grandkids will, will have good, clean water. I hope that some of y'all out there have uh, gotten the idea that maybe you shouldn't rely on the government for water or other extreme necessities. Maybe or anything at all. I don't get a little bit of, uh, <laughs> Definitely not everything. Somebody learned something out there from today's dose of horror. As always, we will catch you in the next episode.